Hello, it's Philly here. Just a quick announcement before we jump into today's episode. Natural Medicine Week, hosted by Australian Traditional Medicine Society, is coming up on the 22nd to the 28th of May. I'm a proud ambassador for Natural Medicine Week, which showcases all the many ways natural medicine can restore the body and mind with live online events run by qualified practitioners across Australia. You can check out the link in the show notes to find your way to Natural Medicine Week. As part of the event, I'll be holding a special free Root Cause of Emotional Eating Masterclass, which you can sign up for via the Natural Medicine Week website. During the masterclass, I'll be digging into emotional eating, food addictions, sugar cravings, and the hidden imbalances in the body that cause this behavior, as well as the metaphysical imbalances that are at the deepest root cause of emotional eating. Hope you can make it. Okay, on to today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Ending Body Burnout Show, where your hosts, Chris and Philly, co-founders of multi-award-winning functional medicine practice, serving busy people with energy, mood and gut issues. While busyness, overworking, addictive doing and perfectionism might be the norm, it's not normal and it's a major contributor to health issues. Our goal with this show is to give you a holistic root, root cause approach to healing your body so that you don't have to continue doctor or diet hopping or popping a gazillion supplements hoping something might stick. So get ready to heal your body, get your spark back, deeply connect with yourself and step into the life of your dreams. Let's dive in. G'day guys, welcome to the Ending Body Burnout Show. Chris here and with me I've got Philly and Sam, one of our clients. We're super excited to have Sam in here to share her story, to go over some some really interesting things that we think that you perhaps might find interesting too. So in a moment, we'll turn the time over to to Sam and uh, we'll, we'll find out a little bit more about her, but we really appreciate all your comments, all your questions coming in. Really excited to, to get our podcast going with this episode. So stay tuned and uh, yeah, turning over to Philly. Hey, Phil. Hello. So excited to talk to Sam. She's awesome. But before we like jump in and chat to Sam, I just want to talk about stories. So the reason why we love having clients and other people come on to share their ending body burnout stories is because it's super healing. Like it's healing to share it with others for the person sharing the story, but also for others to hear that story and to have evidence that it's possible to heal in different types of ways. So Sam... Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Let's just let's just dive in to before you started working with us. How do you, how are you feeling? Like maybe we'll chat about symptoms and how it was showing up in your life. Like what were the big things that you were struggling with? Um, biggest symptoms was fatigue, definitely. Um, gallstone issues. That was a big problem back then as well. Um, Yep. All right. Yeah. So, so chronic fatigue. I remember you were exhausted. Very. Like yeah. you were really struggling to get through a day of work. Yeah. You used to love exercising. Hey, and yes. even was it even like going for a forty-minute walk? 
would kind of yeah, exhaust you. Like yeah, to anything that. physical, work, yeah. exercise, and just daily getting through the day really was a, an exhausting time for me. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. so that's what that's what I would call chronic fatigue. It wasn't yeah. just like, oh, just a little bit low in energy today. That's when that real physical mm. can't get through the day. Yeah. Any extra physical movement that causes you to feel worse and and it was every single day as well it wasn't just like when it's nearly the end of the week and you run down and you know it's nearly friday it was like it was every single day and even on my days off and when i had a few days off it was still there all the time yeah so and a symptom that's really common with chronic fatigue is brain fog yes brain fog how was that how did you experience that that was a lot of time just blank moments can't think of what I'm trying to say can't think of what I'm trying to do and at work it it affected me a lot especially when speaking to customers on the phone and things like that so it it impacted my life in a big way bad way too so yeah I mean we use our brain to exactly get through life and thrive (laughs) so if you have brain fog it's pretty crap the gallstones super interesting can you tell people like the pattern of the gallstones and the attacks that you had yeah um so for starters a gallstone attack is very very painful um usually started off with a few days leading up to it it would be an odd part in my back would start feeling tension and then um, basically from my back through my chest um, would just intense pain and then basically feels like you've been run over by a truck. So Not fun. Not fun at all, no. And I'd be laying on the floor flat on my back, um, just in agony. I couldn't really move much. Um, I'd been stuck in bed for three or four days in that pain. Wow sometimes and it, it was just terrible yeah that's crazy crazy yes. and you had this pattern too where you had a big gallstone attack after your birthday yes Is that right that that didn't happen from the start because it was gallstone attacks very randomly yeah. all the time like maybe two a week then maybe one next month or a month or two later yeah. and it was just very random and then i um, might have been after i started trying to um treat it with diet and exercise and then um and then it sort of balanced out to only certain times Mm. like I think it ended up being like every couple of months I'd have an attack Mm. and then they wouldn't be as bad and then it got to a point where I'd only have them about a week or two before my birthday yeah which was very odd but (laughs) everything's connected everything's connected and and what about mental health as well you were struggling quite a lot yes abnormal stress response and worrying thoughts and catastrophizing anxiety basically yeah exactly so everything was always stressful and worrying about things and um yeah yeah cool Okay, so before you came to Crescent Philly Functional Medicine, was there anything you did to try and, like, solve the issue? What sort of things were you trying? Um, I had tried... um, So I went to a psychologist for a while. Um, That was when I was a lot younger. And that was sort of just getting it off my chest Mm. rather than um, actually solving any problems or digging into anything, what was wrong. It was more like an empathy episode I guess just you know um yeah and then then there was another um psychologist I saw many years later and she was very helpful 
Um, she was great. It, it helped my, me with just getting my mind in a better place and just rethinking the way I'm thinking and doing things. So she gave me a lot of good strategies, but that still didn't feel like enough because there was so much more wrong with other parts of my body systems. Mm. So as much as that did actually help a lot, there was so many other underlying issues that I didn't know about that um, actually needed looking at as well. Yeah, and I would imagine too... Although mind feeling a bit better if you're chronically exhausted all the time and your brain fog is going crazy and all the gut issues and the pain, then like that, like the body and mind are connected. Yeah. The, the gut and the brain are connected as well. So it's almost like we'll talk about your journey, but at the end of the day, it was taking a whole holistic approach to really get on top of everything mm. that was going on. Yeah, exactly. And you also tried different supplements as well. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't get much no didn't benefit much from yet. that okay no. so we have a big motto test not guess yes I love this yay <laughs> we love our lab, lab tests and so this is a thing that I see to a lot of people who come to us have tried stuff or you know even if we're talking about supplements it's like oh yeah Google said this or maybe they saw another practitioner and the practitioner didn't necessarily do any testing but they're just like oh just try this Occasionally it works, but often it doesn't. So in functional medicine, we really want to get to the bottom of what body systems are out of balance and then treat those specifically. Are you happy to share some of the stuff that came up in your lab testing? Yeah, we can share them. Okay, well, we start with the adrenals because you were pretty surprised by your adrenal test. Oh, yeah, definitely. What happened? I was expecting that to be the problem. Yep. Like I felt like going through all the symptoms for adrenal fatigue, and the symptoms I was feeling, I was like, I definitely have adrenal fatigue here. And then you finally got the test results back for me. And I was perfectly fine there. Perfect like, adrenal. There was nothing wrong. And I'm like, why do I feel so crappy then? <laughs> Which is great, though, because yeah. I could have, and that's the way I used to practice. It's just like, oh, you tick all the symptoms for adrenal fatigue. Well, let's do this protocol. But it wouldn't have helped much. Exactly. It would have just been... It would have been a waste of time and money yep. and energy and yep. and just trying something that's not working. So that's what I love about your testing yeah. because then we know that's definitely not what the problem is. And then it's like, well, my next question was, well, what do we do now? Yeah. So we did a bit more testing. Yes. And we did a wee test, so the organic acid test. Do you remember what showed up on that one? Uh, I've got it all written down in case you forget. Yeah, it was a while ago. (laughs) So your brain, so it showed that your dopamine and your adrenaline neurotransmitters were really depleted, Um, which makes sense because a lot of the symptoms in adrenal fatigue often are the same when your neurotransmitters are really depleted. Um, Mitochondria, so you do remember doing mitochondria work. Yeah, so they're the little organelles just for the listeners. Little organelles in your muscle tissue that convert food into energy. So SAMs were really damaged and retracted. They There wasn't much going on in mitochondrial action, which would then, of course, cause fatigue because you're not able to produce enough energy. Yeah. Um, you also had the detox and bile issues, which wasn't surprising considering the gallstones. And there was some stuff going on in your gut. So dysbiosis where you had a bit of pathogenic bacteria overgrowing, beneficial bacteria flunked out a bit. Do you want to add anything? Like when you got those other test results back, what did you feel? I was actually relieved. Like there was 
there was actual answers to what was wrong with me and it's like I'm not crazy it's not all I am feeling it's like sitting there every day feeling exhausted and tired like just chronically tired it's like this is not normal I shouldn't be feeling this way there must be something wrong and people just said no everyone's tired we're Mm. all tired I'm like yeah but I shouldn't be this tired Mm. and then when seeing those results it's like a big sense of relief that now we know what's wrong we can actually work on fixing it yeah and that was just one of the best feelings ever yes awesome so then we got stuck into some really targeted supplement support um maybe we'll talk about uh, root causes so the first process is to get answers and figure out what body systems are imbalanced and then it's like big question is why did that happen in the first place and is there anything still going on in your life that could be contributing to these body systems burning out um so maybe we'll talk about stress first because with the neurotransmitters so dopamine and adrenaline one of the main causes of depletion of your brain chemicals is stress um do you have anything to share about that? Um, <laughs> like maybe like in your present life at that moment, you had a lot going on, just yeah. share what's comfortable. Um, but also like even going back to as a kid, teenager, patterns of stress yeah. res- or abnormal stress response and where that was potentially coming from. Um, yeah, so I think back then at the time, so I did have work-related stress going on. Mm-hmm. I had family dramas going on and a bad relationship. So every aspect of my life was unhappy and stressful. Yep. And that that alone didn't put me in a good mental state yep. for starters. Yeah. Yep. So it was cool digging into all that stuff with you too though, because we have a, a saying, you're not broken. <laughs> you're not broken. What if you created this mess? So sometimes although consciously we don't want to be in circumstances where you know like at work there was kind of bullying and toxic relationships and Mm. dramas and all that sort of stuff but if we kind of looked we kind of looked at patterns too it's like "Mm, Sam this seems to be a pattern of like (laughs) getting into these circumstances and so then it's yes there's external stresses going on but it's it's why you end up in that situation or even how how you experience that stress as well, which is often like a lot of internal stuff. Are you happy to share like a little bit about childhood and... Yeah, yeah. um, so I did grow up more isolated and I didn't go to school. So this has recently realised... I have recently realised that this has taken a big impact on my life because I didn't get to socialise and I didn't get to go to school and learn a lot. And then going out into the world and everything was so confusing. It's like... There's so much I didn't get to learn growing up and then seeing people reading really well and managers at work as well. Like it confused me that people know what they're doing and I was going through having no idea. Mm. And it was only, I think, about maybe 12 months or so ago that I actually realised how bad the education that I got was. Mm. And if I'd known that a long time ago, I would have understood things a bit more but since realizing that I've actually like it's it's sort of a sense of more relaxed and learning things Mm. a lot easier like just being aware of it was enough to help Mm. 
and make those improvements where I need to. And I, like even at my new job, I'm learning everything so quickly and picking things up so well. And like things are, I'm remembering things a lot better as well. Yeah, so. that's awesome. I think too, I remember when we first started working with you, there was a lot of like, oh, it's because I didn't get education and this is yeah. why. And then we kind of helped you break it down even further that it's like, well, it's not necessarily what happened to you or around you. It was how it made you feel about yourself, yeah. which then causes those responses of, oh, you know, when you were older and you're like, oh, I don't think or do the same as all these other people who have gone to school. Mm. It's not necessarily that because you were homeschooled or not very well homeschooled, it was more like how it how it was making you feel about yeah. yourself and then having that awareness too and then reframing that. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I remember even like the smallest things freaked you out, like in terms of like, <laughs> I don't know what to do now. Everyone hates me. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. it was ah! a lot of that. And so now you're like, what are your, what's your, I guess is like your, the anxiety and how, what are, what's happening in your mind now? Like, are you feeling like you're, you said before, a lot more relaxed, yeah. understanding yourself more, I would yeah, say, definitely. which makes it easier to respond to stresses when they come. And you've had a pretty intense last few months as well with building a house yeah. and lots of work and but coping with all yeah, of that so, so much better. it's so much different now as well like my mindset and the way I'm thinking like just being aware of it and what I'm doing and what other people are saying and when people are talking remembering to actually listen mm. and learn from what they're saying as well especially at work when when someone's teaching me how to do something and I'm actually listening more and paying attention and even watching when they're teaching someone else something and just learning that way. And now that I know how to learn mm. and like I'm picking so much up a lot easier. And, yeah. and not taking it personally as well because yeah. like back in the day it would have been like, oh, there's something wrong with me, I'm broken. Whereas now it's just like, oh, this is, this is the experience that yeah. I had and now this is how I, you know, mm. the strategies that I have to improve myself and my life. Yeah, that's how, that's how it is. That's exactly, you said exactly how I would have said it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm um, just touching on like root causes around the mitochondria, the gut stuff, the detox stuff. So a lot of like stress is a major impact on every single body system, mm -hmm. but just picking up some other things too. Um, like toxins is a huge cause of the mitochondria to become really damaged so mm -hmm. when you're exposed to toxins that could be environmental toxins alcohol junk food um skincare smoking all that sort of stuff can cause a big impact and even from an earlier life you were quite exposed to a lot of smoking yeah hey. yes my <laughs> secondary so yeah smoking. my parents did smoke a lot when i was younger and yeah um as, as long as I can remember, they've always smoked. And um, I think even while my mum was pregnant with me, she could have even been drinking as well when she was pregnant with me. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's probably caused a, a lot of damage there or some. Yeah, well, it just makes it sets people up. Like if that's the environment that you've grown up in, even if even if someone grew up in a um, like a toxin-free environment, we're just still so exposed to so many toxins in our environment yeah. now. And so that toxic load over time accumulates, which is why I feel like you had the gallstones and all the attacks yeah. and your detox pathways just weren't clearing toxins effectively. So it all just got built up into your system, 
which is probably why you weren't, although you managed or reduced the symptoms with the gall stone attacks with diet and exercise, it wasn't quite getting to, to the bottom mm. of you yeah. know, the fatigue and the ongoing attacks until we mm. really did some restoration yeah. work around there. Yeah, so I, I only end up having gallstone attacks around once or twice a year instead of every couple of weeks or couple of months and very randomly it did, just the diet and exercise did manage it quite yeah. well but since being on your program and going through all this supplements and, and health and everything, it's definitely, definitely made a big difference. Like just feeling how, like, cause I get tension around my gallbladder area. Like if I, I know I've eaten the wrong foods or mm. something, or I'm stressing, I do feel that tension and mm. I can feel when a gallstone attack is coming close or if I'm at risk of having one and then I got to watch what I'm eating and mm. stuff. But even the last few months I've, I've been stressed with work and everything, not in a really bad way, but just managing my life, <laughs> managing my life and juggling what I've got at the moment. And um, yeah, just keeping an eye on how my body's functioning as well while I'm yeah. so busy and just making sure I'm not running myself into the ground or going to have a gallstone attack. And there's not those signs there that there used to be. Mm. So... That's so things are improving. Definitely. We'll talk about, maybe we'll talk about some improvements that you saw along the way. So we were chatting earlier around the gallstones because I just thought it was fascinating. And like every time after your birthday, you would get a no, massive No, it was two attack. weeks before. Two weeks before your birthday. Yeah. Okay, so there's some like emotional, mental kind of like stuff going on there, I reckon as well. But you said you haven't had any attacks in the last two or three years. Two or three years, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is awesome. So cool. You haven't had it scanned again, have you? Not, have you for, had a, not for a while, at yeah. least. Okay, that'd be interesting just to see, like, if they dissolved now, because it yeah. is possible that they Not since happen. we went on the supplements for it. Yeah. What about, like, were there... When did you start seeing an increase in energy? Like, are there any stories or moments that you remember where you're like, oh... I couldn't, I used to not be able to do that, but now I can do this. I think there was a few times when I did my morning workout and I ha had a day where I'd gone out and went for a hike or something and, and then I got back and I'm like, I don't feel exhausted. I was actually, like, my energy was there, but it wasn't, like, that hyped up over the top. It was more calm and relaxed and, like, a happy body kind of feeling yeah. and... And then, yeah, getting back into a good exercise routine. And I was, I was happy because my body was doing what I wanted to be doing. Yeah. And then I wasn't run down and tired afterwards. So that was, I think I do remember some of the moments when I'm not realising it until I do realise. And then I'm like, oh, look how amazing I'm feeling. Look I'm doing something. I'm doing something and I'm not tired. Because mm -hmm. then, like, after having the fatigue for so long and, like, whenever I go for a hike with my friends and then I come back and I'm just dead to the world exhausted and that put a little fear in my head because I love going places and then every time I thought about going somewhere the thought of how exhausted I'm going to feel afterwards and I'm still trying to get rid of that fear sometimes it's like yeah. it still pops in sometimes and I'm like mm. I could go for a hike I hope I don't feel really tired the next day or mm. something or at the end of it mm. like I which is interesting because when someone's had a chronic health issue, um, which is what we would call body burnout, 
it like it's trauma it is trauma it's waking up every day like for you your experience was exhausted and brain fog and mm. your mind constantly worrying and then having these gallstone and gut issues like that's that chronic pain is trauma so it's not uncommon like it's yeah. pretty normal once you actually physically heal to then have these little thoughts pop up like oh yeah. can i do it and then you know and then you can kind of work do you work through that though like when you have yeah, those thoughts like yeah. okay do I choose to believe this now or is there a new there's a new version of me yeah there's a, definitely a new version yeah. and like these thoughts do pop up pop up sometimes and more with the going for walks like I know it was a struggle getting up in the morning for work my alarm would go off and I'd be grumbling and rolling over and hitting snooze a couple of times and um and now I don't like my alarm goes off and I'm just awake and I'm like okay turn the alarm off I will sit in bed for a little bit and check my phone and see who's messaged me overnight and stuff <laughs> and then um, get out of bed and get dressed and everything. But, like, it's it's not hard mm. like it used to be. It was it was yeah. such a difficult pro- process just to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. And then now it's like there's no worry or fear. And even yeah. at night time before I go to bed when I know I've got to get up at 5.30 in the morning, there's not that anxiety and stress like I have to go to bed at a specific time in order to be okay when I wake up. It's like, yeah. I've had a few nights where I've been up quite late and I'm still like, okay, I know I'm probably going to be a bit more tired in the morning, but then my alarm goes off and I'm okay. Yeah. Whereas yeah. before it Way was more like resilient, more stressed about and mind conscious about what time I'm going to bed and yeah. oh, I have to go to bed early tonight because I've got an early morning. And yeah. I'm not as worried about that. You're just a normal human now. Exactly. Um, and also brain fog because it was interesting too and I feel like this is important for people to understand that healing isn't linear. Like it's not like do yeah. this, follow this program or this protocol and you will get better in a steep, um, like a in a linear oh, yeah. way. So you started experiencing improvements with brain fog. It was kind of like slow too. It wasn't sort of like yeah. after one month, no brain fog. It was month by yeah, month, it, things started it getting did, better. It did slowly and then it, w- it did take a little while for me to start noticing with the brain fog and mm. I'm like, oh, I'm actually functioning better at work now. And like, yeah. it did take a little bit of time for it to start working and, and start sinking in, but yeah. yeah. And then once I started noticing, I'm like, this is really good. I can actually think better. And I don't feel, uh, my term for it, I felt like a zombie every day. Like just brain dead kind of thing. And then what happened? The big C came. Sorry? The big C, COVID. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that um, reversed the brain fog, definitely. It did. I don't think it was as bad, though. I think it definitely reversed it. And then we need to do a little bit more TLC work to get you back up to you know brain fog free yeah but I feel like well actually just from a clinical um perspective so many people like whether it was a reaction to a vaccine or they got COVID and things went a bit pear-shaped and that's kind of life as well and the healing journey is that stuff pops up where you go back a bit but you had the motivation and the big vision and also you knew what was possible for you to get back on the horse and keep going yeah um awesome so how like how does life look different for you you've talked about like how your body feels but have you had any cool changes in your life too after doing this holistic healing um so I've just brought a house that's really exciting it's It's been a big journey though um and there's been a lot of stresses involved with it so I finally moved in and 
is fantastic. I'm not unpacked yet. <laughs> Probably give it a year, maybe. <laughs> Neither are we, and we moved in almost a year ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, awesome. um, so that's been a big thing and exciting and stressful all at the same time. But yeah. And I'm working two jobs, so I am a little bit overworking myself just to make sure I'm comfortable with making these repayments and everything. And yeah. it's a little bit on top of me, but I'm still like... I'm not exhausted the way I used to be. I'm, I'm, oh, where's the right words? Pushing through, like. Probably um, normal tired for juggling two yeah. jobs. <laughs> the, the tired, I feel like I should have been feeling back when I was more really tired, mm. like chronically fatigued. I was like, that's not right to be feeling that mm. way. And like how I'm feeling now, that made more, that would have made more sense back then. Mm. And we were saying when we were chatting earlier that it just would not have been possible. Like you would not have a house right now. You would not be able to be working the way that you are. And you also got out of some not great relationships or our relationship as well. And what did you say earlier? I'm feeling awesome just being independent. Yeah, that's Like not right. feeling like you needed to fill a hole need, with a relationship yeah, that was kind need, of a pattern in the past. I don't need a relationship. I don't... I need more money, but <laughs> don't we all? Don't want a or boyfriend. Do I don't want a boyfriend. I want a better job. <laughs> no, I'm happy. I'm happy being this. It's like, well, you're I'm happy in yourself. Yeah, comfortable yeah. and happy in myself, in my independence. And yeah. I've got a lot of work to do around my house with my garden and everything. And I'm happy to work on that and figure out a relationship later on if it, if it comes in and it's like I'm just happy where I am with myself yeah I love that I feel like like what we are super passionate about is not just not just like dosing you up with like supplements and diets but really helping you to connect to yourself because often people get sick because they've broken some like a relationship with themselves they've broken rapport and now it's like really becoming connected and in tune to who you are to the signals from your body and then when all that happens like yeah, you are, you are enough. You are awesome. Yes. You don't need anyone else to like exactly. tell you that they love you because you love you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. So good. Okay. I think that this, this is our last question. So if anyone currently listening is struggling with body burnout and they have been trying or maybe not even trying and they feel like there's no hope, what would you say to that person if you came across them? on the beach (laughs) definitely stick with taking the supplements and the programming and everything like I'm one of those people that when I get told by my doctors or medical practitioners this is what you need to do in order to heal I take it very seriously and I will I'll put it into my routine and I'm a very routine based person. So if there's supplements I got to take with breakfast, I'll take those supplements. If there's supplements with lunch, I'll take those. And some with dinner, I'll take those. And what mindful meditation things are in there too, I will always make time for them. And that's the key is making sure you keep up to date with everything because that's what I did. Yes, I'm not perfect. I did miss some supplements I was meant to take and here and there and it was mostly when I had a day out and it's like it's difficult to take supplements when you're going out for dinner it's it's a bit awkward sitting there at the table and trying to scoff down like 10 pills or something (laughs) yeah but I feel like that pattern wasn't just with sups as well it was like you were showing up to group calls you were showing up to your appointments you were implementing things 
even when you didn't get it as well, you continued asking the questions. Yeah. It's like, especially with the, the inner work and the stories that were floating around in your head, it was like you, you really took the whole holistic yeah. approach, which was and even awesome. If you can't, even if you can't manage to fit all of it in, mm. at least take on the bits that you know are going to help yeah. or feel like you can make a difference with this. And yeah. there were days when I, I did that as well. Like, I can't do this whole lot today, yeah. but I'm going to do this little thing. And then that gives yeah. me that peace of mind. I did something. And every little step counts. Yeah. And Chris always says, 1% better every day. I've been saying that. Every day I'm like, when I've had a bad day, I'm like, I'm going to be 1% better. When I get up the next day, it's like, I'm going to be 1% better today yes. than I was yesterday. Yes. Every time after a bad day. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to be 1% better today. And sometimes awesome. I think, no, I'm going to be 10% better. Ooh, I'm feeling I, good today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, 10% is on. <laughs> that is so good. And that's what makes it sustainable as well. Because actually I didn't even, I probably should have looked at it to see how long this journey has taken you. I think but it, it's been over 12 months. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it wasn't kind of like a one month thing and yeah, done. And it's so not the, like a quick fix. It's no. like, it's a long journey. And yeah. even sort of... A fair few months in, I'm like, is this, I'm thinking, is this supposed to take this long? Like when we were doing the focus calls, like there was some people that were on there for a while and then they disappeared. And I'm like, have they already finished their journey? And it's like, am I still here? And I'm like, I feel like people come and go and I'm still here. And I'm like, am I extra, do I need extra care or something? <laughs> no, you just, were just showing up for yourself. Yeah. Regularly. And I think that's the thing, like regularly, yeah. even if it wasn't perfect, and that was sustainable for you, and then that's what got you the results. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. Well so done, you. to it, and you get the results. Yes. <laughs> so good. Thank you so much, Sam. Do you have anything else that you want to add? I don't think so. Okay. Thank you. We've loved working with you. You're awesome. And I've loved being here. It's been an amazing journey, awesome. and you are beautiful people. Thank you. <laughs> so much love. So, so much, much love now. in this room right now. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We so appreciate you. If you'd like to give us extra smiles, drop us a review and spread the love by sharing this episode. You can also rate your own state of burnout and the root cause contributors by taking our ending body burnout assessment on our website. And if you're interested in learning about our group or one-on-one -on -one ending body burnout programs, shoot us a DM via Instagram or Facebook. Have, Have the, the best, best day, day ever. ever. <laughs>